Um, I just feel very stirred about the song we're just singing. Um, the one about every nation, every soul, because that song actually um, came out of, if I'm correct, YWAM. Anyone heard of YWAM here? Uh, uh, the, uh, what's it called, uh, Circuit Riders. And uh, they've just released an album, and that song is on there. And uh, virtually every song on the album is about missions. You know, so stirring. And uh, it's very hard to be part of this ministry. I've been here for over five years now. It's, it's very hard to be part of this ministry or part of all this and not want to give yourself to missions. I, I don't know how that's possible. For me personally, uh, I don't know how I can see under all the ministry coming out of this place and all the stories so challenging. And I just want to give myself to the ends of the earth. See, my story is I was born in the mission field. I don't know if some of you realize this, but my dad is from Nigeria. My mom is from Ghana because my dad was a missionary to Ghana. And um, I was born in Liberia because my dad was a missionary to Liberia. So we're on the mission field for a while there, you know, and the war was going and all that, and we had to move out. You know, I lived in a few places, and I didn't really realize how much the seed of that has been really uh, uh, stirring in my heart, you know, and, well, planted in my heart, and it feels just really stirred. And um, I think what's in my heart today is just to really stir us for the significance of what's happening here at The Message, but the significance of us being here at the message as well. Um, you know, I shared uh, my, my testimony yesterday on that video. And one thing I forgot to mention was uh, uh, one of the very key people that actually made the connection to me coming. Because in the video, I said there was someone that saw the video of me here when Andy played it. It was Colette Dallas, you know. And that was the key connection. And, you know, Colette is now my manager here. But I don't realize, I didn't realize the time I met Colette, the significance she was going to be in my life, which was like in 2003 or four or something like that, you know. And sometimes God brings us into situations we don't realize the significance of those moments. And I feel like God is just wanting us not to ignore what's happening here because I think it will be a real shame. No, I'm about to say it will be a real, real shame to be part of the message trust, to sit under the great. Do you realize some of the men that have stood on this platform are some of the greatest men of God on the planet? Do you realize that? And to sit under this ministry for mon uh, every prayer day or every day and have all this input and in the outcome of my life have nothing to show for it. What a shame would that be? When Andy stood here yesterday and said something about uh, 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 Ian Henderson saying, you know, I don't want to live old enough, giving this my best. I'm thinking I want to be like that with my life. But one of the mistakes we make, which I think is worth correcting and helping people to understand is to serve God to the highest degree. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to stand on a pulpit or hold a guitar and think like that's the highest point of serving God, okay? I'm doing this because I'm called to do this. I'm not doing this because I chose to do it. I'm called and anointed to do it. I know it, okay? That's why I do it. But you may be anointed not to ever stand behind a pulpit, but to be in that office or behind the computer doing the finances or doing the videos or doing whatever you're called to do. And because you're giving God the same level of commitment as the guy on the pulpit, you're fulfilling your calling. And you're not wasting your life. And I'm saying, I want us in this place to be giving God not just 99%, 100%, 100%. Whether it's behind the desk, whether it's on the pulpit, whether someone is watching or no one is watching, it's 100%. Because God deserves the best. Okay, I'll share with you this story. Okay, 
Um, and uh, that song we just sang really inspired some of this. Uh, uh, the Moravian movement, anyone heard the Moravian movement? Uh, 100-year prayer meeting in Germany. And out of that uh, uh, came one of the uh, 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 most significant missions movement that in, t in turn impacted John Wesley, okay? So a uh, very significant uh, movement, the Moravian movement. Now, at the start of the missions that came out of the Moravian movement, there was uh, two young people, okay? They sold themselves into slavery to reach the slaves, okay? Two very young people. I don't know, I don't know how old they were, but the story goes they were very young, and they were leaving, uh, I think, the shores of Germany or wherever, and, you know, as they were, you know, their family gathered, and, you know, they, they were kind of like probably very emotional because they knew they're never going to see them again, okay? And these two young people, as the ship was leaving, okay, they looked back, and all they said to their family was this cry, may the Lamb of God that was slain receive the reward of his sufferings. <laughs> Those words are like arrows to my heart, that the Lamb of God through, through my life would receive the reward of his suffering, that I'm not going to hold anything back from him, that that I'm not giving God a half-hearted life, that I'm not just trying to coast along and live a comfortable Christianity. It's very easy, you know, to... to we're lacking Eden workers today because there are many Christians that are not ready to step out of their comfort zone. They're not ready to give the Lamb of God the reward of his sufferings. But you may not be called to be on an Eden team, but you're called to be here in this ministry. Is the Lamb of God receiving the reward of his sufferings through you serving in this ministry. Because if you were Andy Hawthorne, would you employ you with the level of commitment you have right now in this ministry. What I'm trying to say is, our level of dedication and service to God, it, it can't be average. It can't be just coasting along. It has to be the best. That's how we're going to change the world. It's not going to be just singing a song here or there. No, people who change the world are people who give their all. The early church had more, sorry, had less and they did more. Today, we have more and we do less because we don't surrender all, really. Okay? And when we surrender all for real, we will impact this world. I've shared this story over again. You've heard me. I'm not going to stop saying it because it stirs my heart. Those missionaries that left Manchester in 1890, 23-year-olds, okay? I'm 29, 23-year-olds leaving Manchester to go to Africa, and they were accused of them signing up knowing the life expectancy was 14 weeks. What kind of passion was going on in their hearts? That's what I want to know. I want to know that reality now for God and for this nation. Because if all of us will live in this reality, this nation will not be the same. There are many Christians in, po in politics right now who are living compromised lifestyles, and they can't stand for the gospel because they're not giving God 100%. The Lamb of God is not receiving the rewards of his sufferings. So we don't just need more Christians in parliament or Christians as lawyers and doctors. No, we need Christians who will give God everything in whatever sphere of society is called them to. Because that's how this nation will be changed. You may not call to be a raving evangelist preaching on platforms, but because you're called to be a lawyer and you give God everything in that sphere of society, you would influence that place for the, for the kingdom of God. And I'm saying, God, I don't want to waste my life. God, I want to give you everything. I'll, start, I'll, I'll end with this statement I've, I've just said. It will be a real shame, real shame to be part of this ministry for years and months and years and months and hear all this great ministry and have all these great men of God stand on this platform, give us words of encouragement, and in our lives we have nothing to show for it, nothing. 
And when I say you have something to show for it, it doesn't mean that you, you start a big ministry, but I mean in your inner life, in your walk with God, it's just the same as it was five years ago or three years ago or two years ago or one year ago. And you just go through emotions, you know, just dealing with all the stuff and nothing happening. That's not me. I am determined. I'm going to leave a mark on this planet. I'm not going to leave this planet the same way it was when I came in because I'm destined to impact this planet. But it's not because I'm called to be some great whatever, but because I'm going to love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the Lamb of God is going to receive the rewards of his sufferings through a laid-down life. Heaven-sent Christians, heaven-sent people are not on the earth to extract materialism of the earth. Heaven-sent people are on the earth to display a glory that cannot be found in the things of the earth. And that glory will only come through people who will lay down their lives 100%. So I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to pray into a few things. Do you understand? Jesus, you're worth it all. Every nation, every soul, everything on this planet was created by you, for you, and for your glory, including me, including us. Lord, would you receive the reward of your sufferings through laid down lives in this place today, God? That we will not give you 99%. We will not give you 80%. We'll give you 100%. Everything laid down, Lord, whatever it looks like, God. You know, some of you are called to, to God of this nation and, and do great works for God in other nations of the world. Maybe you need to settle down your heart. God, even if it means I die, I'm ready to go for this gospel. I'm ready to give this all you've given me. I'm not going to hold anything back. Lord, I pray for grace upon our hearts today, God. Grace to give everything, everything. I just want to give you a moment to just... Uh, Maybe pray a simple prayer in your heart to God. You can speak. You can be quiet. Just think about this for a moment, and then I'll give us a few things I'd like us to pray into.